This is The Top, where I interview entrepreneurs who are number one or number two in their industry in terms of revenue or customer base. You'll learn how much revenue they're making, what their marketing funnel looks like, and how many customers they have. I'm now at $20,000 per talk. Five and six million. He is hell-bent on global domination. We just broke our 100,000 unit soul mark. And I'm your host, Nathan Latka. Yesterday, you guys heard from artist Molly Han, who hit an all-time low in the early 2000s. Then, she started using this clever tactic, that's a combination of trick and tactic, every morning to make 28,000 bucks per month from her sketches. You're not gonna believe what she's sketching. Okay, Top Tribe, our guest today is Misha McKaylian, and he is a serial entrepreneur with 22 years of experience. Yet that's almost as old as I am. Not, not, no offense, Misha. Anyways, he's got eight <laughs> startups to date. He loves creating game-changing businesses that contribute to the evolution of humanity. And this guy is an animal. You're about to hear it in a second. His most recent company, Intently, is a software platform that replaces online ads with inspirational images chosen by the user. Look, with over 25% of internet users using ad-blocking software, the vision that Misha has for Intently is to create a new paradigm in the $150 billion online ad industry by giving users control of who advertises to them. Misha, are you ready to take us to the top? Ow! Yes, yes I am, Nathan. <laughs> how are you, brother? I am doing good. It's good to have you. I told you, I said, I want the Misha war cry before we get started. <laughs> so there it was, folks. You heard it here. Yes. Uh, not first, but you heard it here. Yes. Misha, walk us through. Well, first off, I mean, look, we got to know each other through some mastermind groups. You're, you're a ball of energy. You know, I, I kind of took a position of, let me sit like, two people down for Misha so he doesn't ask me questions and intimidate me, but I can still suck up all of his cool energy and his strategy. So walk people through 22 years of experience, eight startups. What space were those startups in? Yeah. And just so I don't date myself too much, I started when I was, uh, when I was a teenager. So, you know, I, I <laughs> got old? a very, I got a very early start. How old are you now? I'm 37. Okay, got it, got it. So, still got some good years left in me. <laughs> yeah, totally. So, eight startups. What industry were they in? Um, you know, all over, mostly tech. Um, half of them were in the tech space. I I also um, uh, scaled a chain of tanning salons here in San Diego and day spas, which was a franchise business, brick and mortar, totally different type of business. Um, you know, I have some experience in real estate. I had an investment real estate company for a while, but but my passion has always been tech and tech and marketing specifically. I've been you know really focused on the marketing, customer acquisition side of the businesses I've run. And are they okay? Great. So, and are those the marketing you're doing for businesses? Are they typically like software companies? Are they physical pro physical locations? Are they consumer products? What industry? You know, all over. So, I mean, I uh, I actually ran a uh, internet marketing agency for ten years, which I exited last year, and we had you know predominantly a software type businesses we were marketing for, but everything from software to information products to uh, to just kind of like major brand type campaigns. Um, so it was, it was really across the board. But my my core um, specialty and interest is in like software and platforms. Got it. So, 
creating software platforms type of, uh, you know, social platforms, things like that. Hey, I got a lot of feedback in episode number 18 when I uh, interviewed Franklin Cole. He started off as an underwear entrepreneur and then built an agency where he's like managing 40 million bucks in revenue for some consumer brands. And one of the questions people asked me was like, Nathan, how do you value an agency? You said you just exited yours last year. How much did you exit it for? And what was the multiple on like, how did you negotiate the sale price? Yeah, so it was, you know, the, the agency world, it's, it, to, to be honest, it's really tough to get a good exit in the agency world unless you get to tremendous scale. We were we were just south of 5 million in revenue. And, you know, typically you get like two to two to three X EBITDA on an agency unless you have like, you know, five, 10, 20 plus million in revenue. And there's like a real strategic fit for some of these larger public agencies or groups. So, um you know, it was, it was a it was a good enough exit to uh, to set me up for the next uh, three to five years while I scale up intently. Yep. Um, and you know, but it's the end of the day. I don't I don't think I'd ever do an agency business again, and I wouldn't <laughs> recommend it to any entrepreneur because it's the hardest business model. Sell, out sell, there sell. Right. Keep your yes. clients. Don't lose them. You end up making a lot of other people a lot of money, and you don't see very much of the glory. <laughs> yeah, I hate that. I, do not sign me up. But hey, just for the top tribe listening, if you want to just, you might be thinking about an agency, what what Misha just said was important. So they were doing about 5 million in top line revenue. In the agency world, you typically can sell for two to three X EBITDA. So before we've articulated that software as a service companies are exiting for like crazy multiples on top line revenue, the agency world, it's after all of your costs and everything. So EBITDA stands for earnings before interest taxes, depreciation, and amortization. It's the cash that's left over after expenses. So not a great business model, but it sounds like, Misha, you're on to the next great thing. Tell us about Intently. Yeah, so in- Intently, I'm so fired up about Intently. It's basically a platform where in a, with a simple plugin, takes you like 10 seconds to set up. You can get rid of every single ad you see on re- when you browse the internet and you replace those ads with any kind of content you want. And most of our power users are replacing their ads with like inspirational content and quotes that are specifically geared to help them connect to their goals and to, to connect to the person they want to show up as in the world. And it, it reprograms your subconscious. So instead of seeing all these ads that are that are targeting you, you're basically able to advertise to yourself who you want to be and how you want to show up. And it, it, it starts to impact just how you behave and how you act and the decisions you make throughout the day, you know, when you're, when you're really being intentional about how you use intently. So, so that's the core product. And that was good, Misha. I like that line there. That, intentional about intently. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> it sticks. Probably the, I think that was the first time I said it, so I'll have to use it I again. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> well, help people understand I, and correct me if I'm wrong, what it sounds like is like, if I'm sick of seeing ads, I can basically start seeing like inspirational things in those ad spaces. And I guess the, the bad vision I have in my head is like, well, wait a second, does this mean all of the ad space all over the internet is now going to be filled with like these inspirational quotes that you see spamming my like Facebook newsfeed? Correct me. I know that's not right. Yeah, so it's actually any content you want. It's just that right now our focus has been marketing to people that are in the kind of low cost market that are into inspirational quotes and imagery, but it's anything. So you could it's like Pinterest meets an ad blocker. So you can you can subscribe to a channel that's about your favorite sports team or 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 whatever you'd like, 
But just right now, the focus as far as the content on the platform that our users have been uploading is on inspirational quotes. But you could you could really create anything you want out of Intently. So it's it's really just getting rid of ads and replacing it with content that you want in its place. So you don't need the money because you just sold your agency for probably well, like somewhere between 10 and 15 million bucks. But I don't see a pricing <laughs> model on here. Wait, ha, no, how does Intently I, make I wish it? I wish it was for that much. But oh, um, well, I thought you said two to three X <laughs> on five million. No, no, no. That that was on. That's that was our top line. Oh, revenue, five is so. top line. Yeah, yeah. So okay. Well, we'll call um, it. We'll call it something yeah, more. Uh, so. hum, we'll call it more humble. But anyways, yeah, I don't a see, more humble. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see pricing on Intently. How do you charge? How do you make money? Yeah. So you know, r- right now we're funded by investors, and we have uh, multiple business. Uh, I've raised a half million in capital, and I'll probably raise another million in the next quarter. And I'm looking to hit a ten million Series A early next year. Okay. I really want to. Can I dig there for a sec? Yeah. Um, the, and the tribe's going, Nathan, like, just do it. Don't ask. But anyways, f- 500K, you want to go up to a million. Are you doing this on a convertible note or are you selling equity in the business? I'm, I'm using a safe note, which is very similar to a convertible note. It's, it's basically convertible equity. Um, so it doesn't have the same legal constraints of a note, um, but it's, it functions and works exactly the same way Y Combinator pioneered it. And it's been gaining a lot of traction and popularity. I think it's the best way to raise money early stage in the seed, seed round. Is this, is this literally the one they have on their site, the template? Yeah. Okay, great. I will link to that in the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 47. Misha, that note though, I mean, it still has a cap and interest rate. I mean, all the basic things, right? No interest rate because it's convertible equity. So they're basically oh, buying an option. Um, but it's still, there's, there's multiple versions of the safe note. The one I'm using has a cap with no discount. So I'm, I'm basically Got setting it. a cap that they'll convert at. That's smart. And you know, the thing how that works is you, uh, as an investor, you get to, uh, you get to basically piggyback on all the rights and preferences that are negotiated by the, series you know, a. the big guys at series a down the road. Yeah. Um, you know, which is easy. Like when you're a startup, you don't want to spend a lot of money on legal costs. You don't want to be spending, you know, your 500 bucks an hour on $700 an hour on lawyers to, to, you know, figure out rights and preferences only to refigure them out down the road when a series a investor demands that they change them all. So, you know, it's, it's, it's the easiest way to like get money in the bank focus on execution and worry about all that kind of stuff down the road. Yeah. And I will, just because I think it's interesting. I mean, this world is very fuzzy, especially a lot of the top tribe. They are new entrepreneurs and you've got to be thinking about things like, especially in a series A convertible note, you've got, I mean, a series A selling equity, you got to be thinking about like, you know, ratchet clauses, liquidation preferences or liquidation multiples. I mean, all this kind of crazy stuff. I'll actually, um, and, and Misha, I don't know if you have some content you can contribute to me here too. Probably not because you just did it, but I will put the, the, um, executive summary that Heyo used three or four years ago um, in the show notes. Uh, it's the exact summary we sent to investors like David Cohen at Techstars, uh, you know, the 500 startups where they gave us 550 grand. So I will put that in the show notes so you guys can replicate it if you want. So Misha, you're self-funded. So you're not, does that mean you're not looking to generate revenue right now? Yeah. So, so not self-funded. I mean, I fund, funded the first couple hundred thousand and I've, uh, since then I've raised a half million in investor money. Um, so we're not, we're not creating revenue right now. And, but our, our vision is, is to become a major force within the advertising industry. So we, we picture a world where users have complete control over all the ads they see, you know, and, and I, and I just see that that world is inevitable. Like one day, 
you're going to be able to say, I want to see ads from these type of companies. I want to see ads from companies that meet my values, that that practice environmental sustainability or that, that are meeting the different value sets I care about. Or I'm going to want to see ads specifically around something. So like maybe, you know, maybe you're having a baby and you want to see ads for baby products that meet specific safety standards. Or maybe you want to see ads for restaurants that open up in your area that have at least a four-star review review on Yelp. So like our vision is to give users complete control over their ad space because user like people on the internet right now are just they're there's they're basically crying foul on advertising and they're it's showing because of the rise in ad blockers so you know at google at their last shareholder meeting larry page basically said like verbatim that the reason ad blockers are taking off so much is because we're serving them annoying ads as an industry and you know somebody needs to figure out a better way to like serve good ads for those people. And Google has lost $6.7 billion to ad blockers in the last trailing 12 months. So what we're going to do is build a better way to monetize ad blockers. Got like it. The, so basically... The ad words of the ad blocking world. So you, yeah. So you guys really right now, Misha, it's about, you need to get so this plugin, I'm assuming it's a plugin, installed on as many like downloads as possible because you then literally go to Google and say, look, we have 20 million downloads. This is could could be responsible for X amount of ad spend. If you help us filter the right kinds of ads based off what we know these people like seeing based off what they inspire to be and quotes they like and things like that. Is that right? Yeah, along those lines, except that the users will actually be able to control the filters. Oh, very cool. Very yeah, cool. so we're going to build the, the 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 network and the the functionality for users to actually control their ad filters. So at, at a certain point, you know, ad blockers monetize by letting through a specific part of the industry, uh, the inventory. It's kind of like a dirty little secret of the ad blocking industry that a lot of people don't realize. They just think that their ad blocker is missing 10% of the ads. But in actuality, that ad blocker let through 10% of the ads to pay their bills. Because, you know, big ad block companies like Adblock Plus, you know, these guys have over 50 employees. They're a huge company. They need to, you know, sure. pay their you engineering can pay to get staff, around so. the gate. Companies can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Interesting. How many users are you at right now? Um, yeah, so that, all, all that's all that's confidential at the moment. We're we're still pre-launch. We're launching in uh, September. So, um, oh come on, a- Misha, talk dirty to me, man. What? <laughs> give me a range or something. Give me a range. Make it as vague as you want. Yeah, you know, I, we're le- we're less than ten thousand users at this point, and uh, in our beta, and we're we're going to be going out of the gate in September with a, a strategy to get to um, over a hundred thousand users by the end of the year. So. Um, and we're, we're, and real quick, Misha, before I get into my personal favorite part of the show, walk me through what's the number one way you're driving users right now? Is it interviews like this, or we're actually we're actually not driving users right now. So all our users have come to our product organically. Like I I made one pay, Facebook post about six months ago when we first launched this, and to to a beta group, and then the beta group were able to invite their friends, and it just kind of took off from there. So. Um, we've been we've had a pretty steady growth rate in our beta without doing anything. Like we didn't even build our UI to be real, you know, really create a really strong virality coefficient. And you know, right now, you know, we're doing a lot uh, interviews like this to prepare for our launch. So you know, um, within six weeks, we're going to be sending out um, several million emails t- um, to potential users to basically activate our initial um, initial user base. Well, look, I'm glad a- Apple is loving the top. They're featuring it all over the place. Everybody's talking about it. So hopefully this drives you a lot of meaningful downloads. Okay, Top Tribe, I want to give you more brain juice this month, totally free. 
If you're loving this episode, text the word Nathan, N-A-T-H-A-N, to 33444 for your chance to win a prize on an upcoming show. The next prize is a pack of 14 business books valued at 250 bucks if you bought them on Amazon. And these books are the ones that Mark Zuckerberg thinks every entrepreneur must read. Now, Misha, do you know what time it is? What time is it? Dude, it's time for the famous five. Are you ready? Ow, all right. (laughs) All right, number one, Misha, what is your favorite business book? Book. Oh my, I just got done reading Elon Musk's uh, autobiography, not autobiography, but his biography. It was a fascinating book. I just... I just love the perspective of looking at just an entrepreneur who I just um, honor and respect so much and just seeing how like as entrepreneurs, we all have our like magical gifts, you know, like he has his gifts that makes him so successful. I have my gifts and everybody has their own gifts. And reading that book really just makes me realize like it's important to just connect to your own gifts and, you know, not compare yourself to other people because I have like a very different style than Elon, but we're both going to be successful in our own ways. Uh, because of our gifts. So that, that book was just blew my mind and it really gave me some cool realizations about that. Well, and we will link to those that book in the show notes at nathanlaka.com forward slash the top four seven. Again, forward slash the top, the number four, the number seven. I have an idea what your answer is going to be to this question, Misha, but number two, which CEO are you following or studying right now? Yeah, you know, it's outside of Elon just because yeah. I'm a big Elon <laughs> fan. Um, you know, I'm... Uh, Matt Mullenweg from uh, WordPress because we're building our team as a remote team and uh-huh. uh, they've done a really successful job in building building a company where they've got a great culture built around kind of like freedom in terms of like the workspace and having, uh, you know, team members all over the place. Um, but, you know, I'm, I'm also really just following a lot of uh, like venture type fundraising type blogs right now, like Brad Feld's blogs or venture hacks or the information, like things that are like really getting me in the world of fundraising as we're looking to raise over 10 million in capital in the next 18 months. So, Mm -hmm. well, it's a good time to raise, uh, money is all over the place right now. Again, as of, you know, mid August. So we'll see, uh, Misha, number three, besides intently, what is your favorite online tool like Evernote? Oh, I freaking love Evernote. I also, I've been really loving Pipedrive. I switched from Salesforce to Pipedrive recently. It's a really simple CRM and I've been using it to manage my investor leads and prospects and that whole funnel. And it's, I just been love, loving using that software. So um, big props to the guys we, over at Pipedrive. We have used that as well as a lightweight uh, kind of sales pipeline tool. Highly recommend that. Okay, Misha, number four, you're crushing it. You're building an empire. Yes or no? Are you doing it in a healthy way? Do you get eight hours of sleep every night? Yes. Dude, I love that. And, you, and it's, it's, I get seven and a half or nine because I, I go on, on 90 minute sleep cycles to optimize my, my sleep patterns because your body sleeps within 90 minute cycles. So I, I try not to sleep eight, but seven and a half. So just to be clear, you sleep for 90 minutes, then you wake up for some amount of time, then sleep another 90 and you do that all around? No, the- no. I just time if I'd sleep either six hours, seven and a half or nine, depending on oh, how much time I have. I see. Yeah. So it's, I sleep in nine, like I time out 90 minute cycles. So I don't interrupt a sleep cycle when I wake. Well, this is why your mating call has so much energy behind it. You're getting so much (laughs) sleep. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Number five, Misha, how old are you now? Um, 37. 37. Okay. If you wish your 20 year old self knew one thing, what would it be? Oh, find some fucking mentors, man. Just (laughs) find some mentors to help 
teach you the ways. I waited till I was in my late 20s to find my first mentor and I, I lost out on a good 10 years. I mean, that's when my career really started taking off. Um, I got lucky early on when I was a teenager, but I had a rough time in my mid 20s. So you know, that, that was, that was what I would definitely tell myself. Well, guys, if you, Find want, a mentor. if you want me to grill Misha more on how to build mentors, you know, how to fundraise the tune of, you know, a million, 10 million bucks, go to the show notes at nathanlacka.com forward slash the top 47 and tell me in the comments that you want him back again when he launches intently out of beta. Now, before then, Misha, if people want to follow you online, where can they connect with you? Uh, connect with me on LinkedIn, connect, connect with me on Facebook. I just set up a new Twitter account uh, at Intently CEO. So I'm happy to connect with you guys on any of those platforms. Well, Misha, we will link to those in the show notes. So again, from meeting at uh, meeting each other at a mastermind to building a $5 million agency, now raising millions of dollars. Thank you for taking us to the top. Ow! <laughs> See you, man. See ya. Thank Bye-bye. you. All right, I love tomorrow's guests. You guys have to join me in episode number 48 tomorrow morning at 9 a.m. It is with John Naster. Now, this podcaster gets 8,000 downloads per episode and he landed a copy blogger partnership. You won't want to miss it. This podcast is produced by Oration Recording and is sponsored by Eddie Communications and Roanoke, Virginia's Grandin CoLab, the premier workspace for entrepreneurs and growing companies.